0: Welcome to Your Life Matters Today, hosted by Dr. Cliff Robertson. Listen in close for tips and the tools you need to discover how to build your best life, overcome mental health challenges, and understand your self-worth. Now, here is Dr. Cliff Robertson.
1: Hey, good morning. You know, this is Your Life Matters Today, and I am Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr. And I am so happy to be with you here today. You know, it was a it was a good Fourth of July with, with, with the people that you love, I hope you know, there's been all sorts of craziness and, you know, and and tragedy and horrible things going on in the world. But what we have to realize is that, that we can't allow that chaos to diminish our value because it's not, that's not us. That's not us. We didn't do it. We didn't cause it. And you, according to God's word, are his masterpiece created anew for the good for the for the purpose that he that he created for you, so what we want to talk about today is, you know, we want to talk about freedom. We want to talk about independence because as we as we come off of this Fourth of July weekend, that's just the that's just the, you know, the, you know the thoughts that are just reverberating in my head that we get we get so tied up in in so many things when really we are meant to be set free. And I have and I have my, you know, my my you know my really good friend and somebody who's been with me. Through thick and thin, uh, through good yeah. times, bad times, through you know just you know some you know it's been an amazing journey with my friend. I've got my friend Caesar Cantu, who is the uh, who is the executive director of the organization that we founded together, the the Warriors That's Refuge, right. and he's also the uh, the pastor of the Carpenter's House, and he's got a couple of other titles too. But uh, we're going to stop there. Welcome Caesar to the show once
2: again. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you and, and welcome and, and good morning to everybody. And it's a, it's a pleasure to be here and to be able to share uh, my faith today and, and, and really talk about the things that do matter, like our lives and, and how that works and, and God, what he sees and all that. And it's just amazing to be in this country, to be honest with you, to be um, free and and be able to move about and do the things that uh, help us to build and, and grow and you know so much of life is about mental health and um and the bible is a book on mental health and so <laughs> yes. it's it it's, is it's a, it's an honor to be here thank you cliff
1: well you know it's an honor to have you sir and, and 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 you know one of the things you just mentioned that is that is so true and 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 it's a and, and it's a topic that i've that i've begun to write about so is, uh, is 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 the bible is full of conversations about mental health about you know, depression and anxiety and, 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 you know, how we deal with it as well. And, and, you know, it's, it's just so interesting that God has so much to say about it because I believe that, you know, when the words were written, do not be conformed to this world, but to, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That was a call to us to really begin to work on that, work on, work on who we are because of whose we are not just you know don't be conformed to this world because we don't belong to this world we belong to God almighty his son paid a paid a paid a price for us and uh, and today we are grateful so you know Caesar before we got started today you were you were talking about that you know that you had a message and before we get into that message i just kind of want to share one quote that kind of frames my my thought process on all of this today and just kind of gives us an idea of, of how easily we are satisfied, because I don't think we really understand our why, you know, C.S. Lewis said, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. You know, I just, you know, you you know, I hear that. I'm thinking, okay, Lord, what do you have for us today? And Caesar, like I said, before we started, you were talking about, you had a message. So what you got brother? Well,
2: today's July the 5th, right. And we just celebrated July the 4th. And and then really this message is on freedom. uh, The freedom that, that we need to exercise in our lives a spiritual freedom. Um, the scripture God shared with me was Matthew it is Matthew 16, 19. And it reads, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And what you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. Uh, if, if has anybody ever lost their keys, right? Of course. So um, about two weeks ago, I, uh, I lost the keys to my own home and the front door was locked, but the back door, thank God, uh, had remained unlocked and I was able to go in and out of my own home through the back door. Now this was frustrating because, uh, I am the owner of the house, right? Uh, it right. belongs to me and, and I have a set of keys. I just didn't know where they were. And I'd been praying for several days, uh, that the Lord revealed to me where the keys were. Well, he, he let it go about five days. I think he was trying to prove a, a solid point. And on the fifth day, as I was walking through the same area, I'd probably walked 15 times. He told me to look to the right. And on that table were my keys. They were exactly where I left them. They were never <laughs> lost. Okay. Never lost. They were never lost. He says, look, they're exactly where you left them. And I thought to myself, okay, so so what gives, Lord? What, what, are, you, what are you trying to, you know, tell me? And, and really, uh, in a gentle voice, he said, Caesar, um, as, a, as a Christian, as, as my servant, as my son, uh, you go through life and there are challenges everywhere. Um, you couldn't get out of your own home at the front door without keys. How effective do you think you are in life without those spiritual keys? and if you set them down and are not utilizing them you're not getting first of all keys give us access you're not getting into the things you need to get into you're not opening doors and you're not you're, and you're not shutting doors in your life which is you know healthy boundaries are 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 extremely important for our mental health and so he was really just proving a point that if we live life kind of just haphazard and not really focused And directed, we are only going to get a a, um a somewhat effect of what God has for us, the whole of God, right? The the entirety of God. And so here I am for a week, not being able to get out of my own house. And he was simply saying: if you're not utilizing your spiritual keys, you're not really getting where I need you to get, right? I you're not really getting where I need you to go. And I need you to tell folks. That uh, this is so important because he went on to say, you know, how many people would you would you give the keys to your home? Uh, not not many. Right. And he says, what qualifies a person for you to give them the keys to your home? I said, why well, I got to really know them. I got to trust them. They got to be family. He says, that's exactly right. He goes. And the world thinks that I'm just giving keys out to everybody. But the truth is, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you're not family. You're not family. And and, and so you pray because you say you're a Christian, right? I did this for a long time, folks. Uh, Hear me out. This was me for about 30 years, walking around claiming Christianity, and I had no relationship with Jesus Christ. I didn't have the keys. And I couldn't bind Satan. I couldn't open doors. I couldn't close doors. Uh, granted, they were all behind his will, but I couldn't do any of that. And I, it was very frustrating. And so my belief in God was very limited. And the way I moved and, and how I act and, and my behavior was 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 limited. And so uh, he just wanted to stress the importance, you know, the importance of our keys, our spiritual keys. And basically they tie into the relationship that we have with Jesus Christ.
1: You know, when we when we think about that, when we think of, think about that in terms of, you know, our our, our personal freedom and our and and, and our value, uh, you know, we we can get lost. I mean, we can get buried in that in that home, thinking the doors are locked, thinking, you know, and 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 that's a metaphor for you know for life and for you know right. you know the freedom that God you know that God has for us. And, and, you know, when I, you know, when I hear those words, Caesar, I'm just, I keep thinking about how we are, are too easily satisfied. We end up, we end up saying, okay, you know, well, this is, this is what it is. And this is where I am. And and this is as good as it's going to get, or, you know, there's just, there's just nothing better for me. And it, it, it reflects back on that, on that, on that quote that we're satisfied with the, with the mud pies in the slum when, when God has infinite joy, uh, you know, a holiday by the sea for us, and, you know, one of the things that, you know, you and I have talked about is that, you know, God has far more for us than we could ever begin to think or imagine, and when we settle for less, we are settling for less than God's very best, and we shouldn't do that, should we?
2: No, no, not at all. There's, you know, keys grant us access, all right. And granted, it's uh, they have to be in line with his will, um, but they do grant us access. All too often, I've been denied access because I wasn't utilizing my keys. You know, I, I, I wasn't binding Satan in the in the situation I was in uh, small things. I'm not that tech savvy. Um, my wife is that part of us. Right. <laughs> and, and I will struggle with a uh, password or a username. And uh, I started using the keys for this kind of stuff, right? And it just, it gave me access like I'd never had before. What I didn't realize is Satan had been behind the scene all the time uh, trying to stop my advance. He knew it would frustrate me, and it didn't take much to frustrate me, right? Um, right, and, right. and passwords are like, uh, uh, you, you can... You can understand, right? Uh passwords and user IDs. We all have all sorts of apps and everything wants a user, username, and an ID. And so this was a real area where, where Satan would just deny me access. But once I prayed and used my keys, it was a whole different ballgame. Um,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. You know. So so let's let's do this real quick, Caesar. Let's let's talk about what those what those keys are, because we can talk about them, but but I'm sure there are people listening and, and they're thinking, What is he talking about? What 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 keys are those? And and by the way, for those of you that are listening, this is your life matters today. I'm your host, Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr. We are excited to have you with us. And I have uh you know, my you know, my good friend and you know, so many other things, Caesar Cantu with me. And 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 we're talking about freedom and we're talking about the keys to the kingdom, your your kingdom and god's kingdom god's will for your life. So Caesar, what are those spiritual keys that you're that you're talking about?
2: I'm glad you asked that question because it is it is it's about those keys, right? Um well, first of all in that in that scripture in Matthew 16 and 19, he Jesus states to his disciples, I will give you the keys, which means they don't have them yet. Now they're in the process of learning and getting to know Jesus. A relationship is building. But it isn't is it's not until after his 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 crucifixion and his resurrection that they receive the Holy Spirit which is which are the keys. They are empowered um they now have ownership up until then the Holy Spirit walked alongside them and and uh you know he he beckoned them and and uh, they quoted him, and, and they they operated because he was he was uh, with them. But um, once Christ is crucified and raised, he is now in them, and they now own the set of keys. And so, as Christians, I mean, you have to ask yourself: Ask yourself, do I own a set of keys to my Father's house? Well, what's your relationship look like with Him? How well do you know Him? You know, who in your neighborhood would you just give the keys to your home to? You may have a neighbor or two that you know pretty well that you can trust, but you're not going to just leave the keys on the front door for anyone to have access. And God is exactly the same way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the keys represent uh, an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ, a really wanting to know him, not just calling on him when we need him. Uh, and so that's part of it. That's part of it that, and that, uh, of course we have to receive the Holy spirit in order to, to be granted those keys. Uh, And folks, God is not just giving everybody the Holy spirit because they say so. Um, I remember in, in my, when I was saved, I remember, Crying out to the Lord, I receive you and I welcome you and I want you in my heart. But it wasn't for about four months before I actually received the Holy Spirit. It was a time where God was allowing me to kind of really think about what am I doing? What is this really what I want? And I kept saying yes, because um, there were my options were were none and few. And so it was it was easy for me. Um, I say that, right? It was easy for me to accept Christ and and really, um, and I tried that haphazard relationship. Trust me, I tried. I tried to go around everything and still keep my identity. Um, it didn't work. It didn't work. I uh, I kept running into dead ends and it wasn't until I really got serious and just cried out and said, Lord, I, I really need you to be the uh, the direction in my life, my Lord and Savior. I really need you to be all that, that scripture says, and folks, I'm going to share something with you. I was a 38 year old man and couldn't read above a sixth grade level. One of the first things I asked the Lord for was to teach me to read and he empowered me to read. And so there was evidence of the Holy spirit in my life.
1: That is powerful. That is that, that in of itself is truly powerful. (laughs) And, you know, this is one of those things that we forget that, 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 that there are these powerful interventions, the things that he does in our lives that we cannot do on our own, that we that, that there's no way that on our own we're going to figure it out. A lot of times people will say, well, of course you could. Of course you could do this. But after 38 years, you hadn't figured yeah. it out yet. So what makes you think at that point that on your own you were going to be able to, but when you prayed, when you cried out to God and, he, and, and, and asked him for his grace, his mercy, his powerful intervention, he said, absolutely. And I know that he taught you to read by, by reading his word, we're getting ready to close out this first segment and we're going to come back for, you know, the rest of this powerful show. But one of the things that I want to tie in here is when you're talking about the spirit, when you're talking about the Holy spirit and, and, and the gifts and and all those things that come with it, um, there's this, there's this passage that, that started reverberating in my head as you were talking and it says in second timothy 1:7 for god has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind god has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of sound mind i think those are very critical parts of those keys that we sometimes forget to use we're closing out this segment this is your life matters today i'm dr cliff robertson and my guest caesar Ken too and we'll be right back. Stay tuned.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: If you're struggling to understand your self-worth or deal with mental health challenges, you will want to tune into Your Life Matters Today with Dr. Cliff Robertson. Dr. Cliff and his guests will help you understand and work toward what you need to build your best life. Your life matters today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
1: Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device
0: VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned into Your Life Matters Today with Dr. Cliff Robertson. If you have a question for Dr. Robertson or his guests, you can join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show with Dr. Cliff Robertson.
1: Hey, welcome back to the show. This is Your Life Matters today and I am so happy you're joining us today. This is a special show because we're you know, we're really going deep on 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 faith and I and I've got my good friend here Caesar Cantu who's been on a couple of other shows with me. He was on the first one we did and then when we we did a special show that showcased the Warriors Refuge. And for those of you that are out there listening the the warriors refuge is a is a veterans homeless shelter transitional living uh mental health uh chemical dependency counseling center and vocational training facility as well we we help veterans we do about 200 veterans a year and help them push that restart button in life and if you're looking for a place to volunteer or donate time or money or 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 whatever it is go to www.thewarriorsrefuge.us again that is the click on donate today and we'd love to have you be a part of it because there's no such thing as a small donation every dollar goes to help veterans that are disabled whether it's a physical disability or maybe it's a mental or chemical dependency disability that they're struggling with and we help them work through that and Caesar is the executive director of that organization and We've been talking about um, talking about faith and the keys to the kingdom, and we closed out with uh, with a, with a with a with a quote from Second Timothy one seven about that God did not give us the spirit of fear. Um, we've been talking about it a lot, Caesar. So, um, where do we go from here?
2: Okay, so um, I remember back. I'm currently the pastor of um, of the Carpenter's House, a, a church that Cliff started, actually. Dr. Cliff did. And I remember back, way back um, when he first, um, he came to me and he said, hey, listen, this, uh, there's a church here named, uh, um, uh, it was Creek. um, Creekside. Creekside. And uh, we are going to partner with them. Uh, Cliff was starting his own church and he said, you know, we're going to partner with them. Uh, we're going to come alongside and be able to utilize the church and, and all those things. And 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 I said, so so how are you so sure that this church is going to allow us to kind of merge with them and become one church and and become and and become all that God wants us to be? And got and Cliff says, uh, Doctor Cliff said, well they've given me the keys, <laughs> and I remember that uh, like yesterday. He says I've got the keys. They've been yep. they've given me the keys. And so since we're talking about that, the keys represent authority. They do. They represent access. They represent ownership. Uh, You know, you claiming something, uh, you need the keys for that. Right. And so God in his uh, in his word, I'm going to quote the scripture. It's Matthew 16, 19, and it reads, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven and what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and what you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. And he does, he really does give us authority over certain areas in our lives as we grow with him. Now the keys in general represent a relationship with him. Let me tell you this this fantastic, uh, it's a testimony. So I've started a ministry in that same area where Dr. Cliff started this church and we ride twice a week on horseback in the community. And we pray for folks as they come out uh, The horses just have a a real way of of just drawing people and kids. And so we're able to connect with the community while we ride around on horseback. The kids love it. Uh, Mom and dad ask us up on the porch and I'm going to tell you, I couldn't do that on foot. Honestly, if I walked down that street, uh, these are tough neighborhoods. Uh, They would be suspicious. What is he doing? What's this man doing? Why is he on my porch? Why is he knocking? Go away. But with the horses, as we have tried. Right, right. With the horses though, it's a whole it's a it's a game changer. We're asked to come on, you know, do we want water, uh, do the horses want a carrot, things like that. And we're able to sit with folks for 15, 20, 30 minutes and really just share the gospel and share ourselves. So the horses have just taken this to another level. So as we're riding in the community, uh we decided to take a shortcut And go behind the community center there in Oyster Creek. And God had shared the scripture uh, to me about the keys. Well, as I'm riding, I hear my horse step on what looked like a dog tag to me. They just jingled, right? And I stopped. And I said, wait a minute, hold on, Kevin, hold up. And I looked back and what I thought was I saw was a dog tag. And so I dismounted, got down, and it was a set of keys. These keys were in a field that was probably seven acres um, of high grass, okay? They'd been there for years and they were actually on the the Oyster Creek Community Center property. And so in the moment, God was saying to me, I have granted you this community center. These I've given you the keys that were lost for so long out here in this field. I mean, what are the odds that as you're praying for the community, riding on horseback, that your horse would step on these keys, (laughs) right? After he would given me that scripture. And so it was an amazing moment to just, for him to verify and to really just solidify that, hey, I am with you and I have given you these things. And so now I'm claiming it. I'm going out there, you know, uh, once or twice a week and I'm I'm praying for the community. We're still connecting and we're going to grow. It's going to happen. Uh, the mental health side of this is amazing. I mean, it gives you a hope for the community. It it, it tells you that the work you're doing is valid and that God is with you. So we spoke earlier in the first segment about how the Bible is a mental health, uh, you know, uh, written on mental health. There's so much in it. There's so much wealth in it uh, for us to be healthy and get good sleep, you know, rest, all those things that we need. It's, it's just amazing how God is, is taking a small thing like keys and just, um, you know, waking me up.
1: And, well, you know, one of the things that you just mentioned, one of the names you just mentioned was, um, you know, was Kevin and, Mm -hmm. you know, I know Kevin's story and, you know, Kevin's story, but the, uh, but those listening do not. And, you know, he's been, quite a journey of faith too. He's come from pretty tough background. Um you know, some challenging choices that he's made, some poor choices mm-hmm. that he's made to to a place now where he's beginning to he's beginning to thrive, isn't he? Yes.
2: Yes, he's totally different. He's he's just he's been transformed by the word of God. Uh he just has to continue to say yes in his walk. We need to continue. It's not a one-time event you know, Lord, I want you to be the Lord of my, of my life. It's a continued yes, yes, and yes. And because we have the Holy Spirit, we can continue to say yes. And then God comes in behind us and reinforces that, those actions and that behavior. Um, read here recently that uh, because we, we have a, a equine therapy program. So horses communicate with body language. And I'm going to tell you, they're going to tell you the truth of who they are hundred percent of the time they don't they don't um they don't uh waste words should I say uh you know if they turn their back to you if they pin their ears back all that is communication if they're sideways if they're straight towards you if, if they're giving you your back everything means something and we as humans we actually communicate the truth of who we what we believe with body language 80% of the time. It's amazing. You can tell me something, but what I see you do is the truth of what you believe.
1: Right. You know, no, you are absolutely correct there. I mean, you know, we we can we can say yes, but our eyes and our and our and our gestures, our arms folded, our head tilt, our uh, mm-hmm. our our, our vocal inflection, all of it speaks more loudly than than our words right And it's what we believe it's what our truth
2: is which um, isn't necessarily always the truth but it's what we believe. And so and since we you know we deal with with veterans, um, and I'll, I'll give a veteran an assignment uh, and then he'll either do or not do it and that's based on what he believes. And so we have that conversation. Hey, I've asked you to do these things, Um, you know, giving you several assignments, several weeks to do the things. And you keep telling me, yes, but I don't think you believe in them because, well, I don't see them, right? You haven't done the assignments. So, So what, how we act, how we carry ourselves, that's what we believe, but it's not necessarily the truth of our situation. It's just what we're believing in the moment. And we're able to, and and that really helps uh, me as a counselor and, and others to really understand, you know, where a person is in their mental health. Uh, are they really, are they really where they're telling me they are, right?
1: Or, no, most are they... Of, no, most of the time people aren't. People will say, well, I'm good. I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm better or this or that when mm-hmm. that is the the farthest thing from the truth. And, and, you know, that, that is really the, you know, if I had to say, you know, the, the, you know, you know, one of the impetuses for this show is, you know, just its very name, your life matters today because so many times people in the, in the, you know, in the, in the quiet of their own thoughts and, you know, in their self-induced isolation, sometimes comes about the thoughts, well, I'm not worthy. I'm not, you know, nobody listens to me. Uh, a phrase that I've said before, I am worth more dead than alive. Um, there's no That's point. Right. There's no, there's, my life doesn't matter. And, you know, and I and I will tell you that there's times, Caesar, that I, you know, you know that, you know, even though I am a counselor, even though I am a pastor, even though I've, I've done all the work, there's times that I battle with that. there's times when when you know you know when I look around and I see you know the, you know the world and you know and, and and think the words who would want to listen to me? there are so many other voices or the world is so horribly broken there's nothing that I can do but God says something different, doesn't he
2: right yes, absolutely. absolutely. I think the smallest even things that we feel don't matter they mean they mean so much to him. Uh, the smallest acts of obedience um, i once wore a pair of boots um, that were uncomfortable because god had asked me to uh, he said you you can't go you know i think i quoted it on the show you can't go where i'm taking you in your old shoes so you've got to put on these new shoes and they were uncomfortable and that was really just a manifestation of me being uncomfortable moving into the new And and so I I said, Lord, as an act of obedience, I'm going to put on these shoes that are not comfortable. These boots are, they're brand new and they're hard and, and, you know, I need to break them in. And that took a few weeks to really uh, step into those shoes and be comfortable with the new and all that God was bringing me into. Um, Now I can wear those boots like it's, you know, I can run in them. Uh, (laughs) You probably have. And that's a metaphor, right, for... The truth is I can run in them now where I could barely walk in them at one time. Uh, And we think about the things that are new in our lives. We're going to begin to walk and then eventually uh, they'll become comfortable and we'll be able to run. And I'm going to tell you, once I'm running them, it's time for a new pair of boots. I
1: hear you. Uh, By the way, for those of you listening, this is Your Life Matters Today. I'm your host, Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr. And I've got my good friend, Cesar Cantu. And we're talking about faith and mental health and, Keys to the kingdom, and you know, just stepping out in faith, and sometimes being uncomfortable because sometimes we need, we you know, you know, you know, not just sometimes we need to be doing that. But one of the things that that I uh, that I that I shared a minute ago was, you know, you know, I, I talked about that that passage in Second Timothy one seven, where he did not give us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power and love and and of a sound mind, and that's really a prescription for positive mental health, positive, you know, having a, um, a powerful life for his purpose that he, that, you know, you know, that he gives us. And, and I, and I think that as we, as we look at that, I I think that we can begin to kind of grasp that, that there's a bigger why for us in our lives Mm -hmm. that we need to be looking to discover. I mean, I know that when I look at you, Caesar, I, you know, I see, you know the you know we've walked through a lot we've seen the challenges and the, and the questions and the doubts and you know people look at you know, you know you know look at you today and 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 they see the things that you're accomplishing and they're saying wow it looks easy for him. yeah no. <laughs> but it's, it's been anything no, but easy.
2: that's right, yes, this is, but this has been a long hard fought uh, battle to get here. I'm so blessed to be here now, but I definitely didn't get here on my own. Um, I am out uh, beyond the breakers, right? I feel a lot like Peter, who, when he was walking on water and if it isn't for Christ suspending me above that water, there's no way I can do it myself. I'm totally dependent on him and what he's uh, doing, what he's uh, asking me to do. And I just have to continue to say yes, yes, yes stay focused and i can stay above water.
1: Well, you know, one of the things that i'm that i'm you know sitting here, you know, looking at in my you know, in my own bible is is a passage that i believe is really pertinent to you know to what you just said and that is yet i am confident i will see the lord's goodness while i'm here in the land of the living. Wait patiently for the lord, be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the lord. And i and i think that if we take on that mindset and and realize that God has more for us than we can ever think or imagine. We just need to wait. And while we're waiting, we're, we're serving, we're growing, we're, we're adding another um step you know along the way. We're continuing to step in the direction he has for us. We begin to see those things, don't we?
2: Yes, we do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Faith opens uh opens doors. We move into stuff that we it doesn't make sense. A sense or reasoning is what stops us so often, right? I don't have the resources. Um, this isn't a good business sense move forward. Well, if God is asking you to move, it, it makes all the sense. Um, it will, at least, it will afterwards, right? It takes faith to move in that direction. Uh, I tell well, folks does. all, you know, I tell folks all the time that that uh, following Cliff, uh, Doctor Cliff, and and really. It's tough to be a uh, uh, it's tough to be a friend of Cliff because he is fearless and he goes places he does things that literally scare the daylights out of out of the, the, the regular person, the person that just kind of wants to live life and just wants to get by and get through and get done with the day. Cliff is, is constantly uh, challenging us uh, as an organization to, to move in new directions to create. And and I'm going to tell you, when you're creating, there's nothing there. You're you're building. God creates from nothing. And so it scares the daylights out of folks. But uh, I love it. It's exciting. I I love change. I really do. You didn't Um, used to. No, I didn't. I did it. But I do now. I've gotten used to it. Uh, You could say there's something wrong with me, but uh, I don't (laughs) think so. I think it's uh, God is now.
1: Well, I've had people tell me that there's something wrong with me with regards to that too, but that's okay. Um, we we got to close this segment out, Caesar. So um, for those of you listening, this is your life matters today. I'm your host, Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr., and I'm just so happy to be here with you. And one one parting thought for this, for the end of the segment, is wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. We ask, wait patiently for the Lord. Wait patiently for this next segment to come up because I know it'll be good. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back.
0: self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Do you dream about success but wonder how to get there? Hilary Caesar and her guests will reveal how they relaunched into lives they only dreamt about. Their stories will inspire and surprise you and ignite your inner sparks. The Relaunch, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: The White House doctor makes house calls. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on
0: LinkedIn. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're tuned into Your Life Matters Today with Dr. Cliff Robertson. If you have a question for Dr. Robertson or his guests, you can join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show with Dr. Cliff Robertson.
1: Hey, and welcome back to Your Life Matters Today. This is Dr. Cliff Robertson, Jr., and I am proud to be here with you guys today today I have my uh, good friend Caesar Cantu with me, and uh, you know we've been talking about faith and and the spiritual keys and um, how th- how the Bible is has has an awful lot to say about mental health and and, and your worth and one of my favorite passages that, I, that you've heard me if you've been on here more than more than one time is you know Ephesians two ten for you are God's masterpiece created anew in Christ Jesus with a good work that he planned for you from the beginning so that you may walk in it. In other words, you have been created for a purpose and a mission. So many times we get lost in the idea that there's no purpose to our lives. There's no, there's no mission. And, and Caesar, I know that we've, we've talked about this, you know, a lot of times. I, I, I just want to share a, share a real quick story. And, you know, it's, 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 it's not, you know, a lot of times we think we have to have some sort of grand mission, but what we don't realize, and this is something you said in the, in the last segment is that everything we do is, is so important. There was this, there was this guy that I was counseling, I, I believe it was this time last year. And, 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 and he had made a lot of mistakes and bad choices. And, um, and he made the statement, I'm, I'm not really worth it. I'm, you know, my life is, is, is pretty much over. And, and just all those things, and so we started talking, and and I go, okay, what is it you do for a living, and, and you you guys may have heard me share this before, well, he's an insurance adjuster, but he doesn't work for the insurance company, he works for the individuals, so, and I, and I said, okay, well, how many people do you meet each week in your work? He said 30. Well, what else do you do? Well, I, I volunteer at my church, I set up chairs, I do greeting, okay, um, so you come in contact with roughly 100 people a week. Yeah, that's about right. So that is roughly 4000 people or more a year. So in 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 four to five years, you haven't you've impacted enough people in a positive way to fill the staples arena. So in other words, you have you have a an, an entire stadium full of cheering fans. And and if you went out over the course of 10 years or, or 15 years throughout your entire career, right. as long as you've been doing that, you could feel like, you know, you know, you know, you, know, you could fill a major football stadium with, with, with close to 100,000 people that one that you have impacted in a positive way and just doing what you do. So your mission may not be some sort of grand world changing event, mm-hmm. but each day, every day, what you're doing is making a difference far greater than <clears> you can imagine. Yeah. You can imagine.
2: Absolutely. Uh, When you think about he's able to reach everyone who uh, folks that don't come to church regularly, folks that his pastor or his uh, church may not see. He's able to come into somebody's home. Right. Or uh, uh, things like that and really have a a a personal relationship uh, with somebody where that's valued and he's able to influence in, in a positive way. And he's he's mighty to the Lord.
1: Well, and what's interesting about that story is, um, you know, he's he's told me several times since then how much that impacted him, and after that moment, began the restoration of his relationship with his kids, that was completely estranged. He couldn't see, he couldn't even see them in a court mm-hmm. order that wouldn't allow him to see him. and then he got it, re, it it relaxed where he could see them under supervision, and now I see posts on on social media where him and his son, whom wouldn't even talk to him a year prior, are hanging out and going and doing things and having a great time. And it's amazing to see that that transformation. I mean, because that's really what it is. And, and, right. and that's what God does for us.
2: Right, the newfound hope. Right? No, you're absolutely right. Um, I asked my church all the time and said, you know, who have you witnessed to today? Who, who this week? Who did you speak to? And in- um, you know, I don't get a lot back from that, yet they're in the community, uh, you know, with folks they know and love, and, and and they come across new people, come across new people all the time, and the opportunity is there uh, to just share our faith, right? Uh, for me, uh, this last two weeks, I've been sharing, have you lost your keys? That's, that's my icebreaker. Hey, have you ever lost your keys? And folks... About ninety percent of the time, they've lost a set of keys. <laughs> so at it least opens won. at least, right? And so it opens. up uh, Actually, yesterday, for the very first time, I heard a young man say, "I oh, know I've never lost a set of keys." So, well, do you have a set of keys?
1: Yeah, there you go. Right? Good question.
2: Do you have one?
1: Do you have question. Set? You know, when we when we think about all this, and when we when when we're talking about this, we to me, it all comes back to why. Because in a number of counseling sessions that you and I have talked about before it, you know, a a lot of people will say, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what my, you know, why am I even here? I've heard that statement. I have made that statement. And so to me, it comes back to a lot of times we don't know our why. And, And I want to tell you something. Once you discover your why, it changes your world. It really does. Because when you can begin to put your energy toward that, whatever that is, and it could be something as simple as you know, realizing the impact you're having every day. You know, there's this, there's this, there was this study done, Caesar, and I and I, and I shared this in the, in the book. Your life matters, and if you're interested in that book, you can go to Amazon. Uh, Your life matters, um, Dr. Cliff, look it up. And but there's this, there was this, there was a study done by a, by a meteorologist, and it's called the butterfly effect. And that if a butterfly flaps its wings in one part of the world, it affects the winds and the weather in another part of the world. It may not be dramatic. It may not be some overwhelming, it may not be the cure for cancer, but there's a ripple effect. And if, and if we do the math, if we really look at it, our why could be as simple as that next positive interaction, that next sharing of our faith, that next thank you and holding a door for somebody and people wondering right. why. And that smile you put on somebody's face because you said, thank you. That was amazing. Absolutely
2: absolutely uh we do we can affect folks um years from now right with something we said uh, i still remember several things you've said to me in 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 knowing you for those last i don't know 10 12 maybe 13 years that we've known each other something like that you know and those things uh i carry them with me you know and there are other quotes from other folks other good people god-fearing people that have they've said it i carry them with me and from time to time i draw them out of that bag and and they encourage me and they keep me moving forward. So we absolutely affect those around us. Um it, we can in a positive way.
1: Well, and a lot of time, you know, you know, we, you know, we think about that you know, that part of, of you know of of having an impact on a daily basis. And, and our why can can begin there. But I I I also want to share something else here, is that I believe our why goes beyond that. I believe that God has put a specific mission on each of our hearts and our minds to to share and and maybe it is in that daily interaction maybe you're not the speaker or the writer maybe maybe you're the salesperson out there maybe you're the administrative assistant maybe you're maybe you're the CEO maybe you're the uh, you know the janitor maybe you're somewhere in between and and, and you have those positive interactions but Maybe there's one more thing that God has for you. Maybe there's that that mission, that mission of love. And one of the things, Caesar, that I that I find so important is that, you know, Jesus tells us to love your neighbor as yourself. How can you love your neighbor if you don't love or even like yourself very much?
2: And that's right.
1: That's right.
2: Uh, we can't forgive sometimes
1: because we can't forgive ourselves. Right.
2: You know, right, we hold on to that
1: stuff. Yeah, we hold on to that stuff because we think maybe we need to hold ourselves accountable or we're not worthy and what does God tell us about all that?
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, he's he says, uh, when you forgive you are forgiven. And so we're caught in this cycle when we can't forgive ourselves, we can't forgive anybody else and, and we wonder why we walk around miserable and upset all the time. Uh, we actually need to recognize that Christ absolutely paid the price for our sins to be forgiven and we have that we need to accept
1: it we well, want to earn it you know no no you're right we want to earn it and and a lot of times though we you know you know we just kind of put it in this little compartment and never even think about it again but then it then, it, then it's like it 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 comes out of that box or it or or it burns its way through it and and, and we never deal with it and and one of the things and, and, I'm, and i keep going back to something i've, I've written in my in my first book which is my story called transform a memoir of a life changed by god also available on amazon and by the way all the proceeds for any sales of these books goes to the warriors refuge the WarriorsRefuge.us. so i would encourage you to you know if you decide you want to look that up look up these stories look up some of this and there's some amazing stories in the two books i've mentioned transformed and your life matters amazing stories that will change your life as well um the proceeds of the sale go to, go to the refuge. So what I, what I was, what I, what I was, what I was getting at there is that, you know, we, we get lost in that, in that message. And, and and I just really believe that if we forgive ourselves there, that could be a new beginning in that book transformed as I, as I was trying to get to um, you know, I literally have, have this process that i've listed out and and part of that process of of doing this is listing out everything you can remember you've ever done wrong and then going to god with it and say god i forgive myself for whatever this is please help me to forgive me as you have forgiven me and then once you're done once you've gone through all of it and it'll be one of the hardest things you've ever done then tear up that list and throw it away because guess what that's what god just did and now you're forgiven that's right because you have forgiven yourself. Yeah. Man, 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 we're horrible with that. We'll forgive somebody else for something right. that we can't even begin to, you know, you know, to consider today, but then we won't forgive ourselves for whatever it was.
2: That's right. Yeah, it's it's so we, Sometimes it's easy to forgive someone else. And it really just what it does is it's we don't reinforce a boundary in our lives. And then that damage is happened, you know, happens to us over and over. And it's like well, surely I can't forgive, forgive people because it just continues to happen.
1: Well it's it's got to start with us right It does and it and it and it's so important that we understand who we are and and our why and and the mission that God has for us and and we can go about discovering that and and the best way to begin discovering that is by really getting to know God, really beginning to understand the keys to the kingdom that Caesar talked about in the very beginning finding those keys and that's by really getting into an intimate relationship with your savior because if you don't it's never going to make sense you know god has more for you than you can even begin to imagine the quote that i started with from c.s lewis that talked about we are far too easily pleased we'll we'll be satisfied with the mud pies in a slum when god's got a, a holiday by the sea think about that the joy he's got waiting for us the 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 power and the passion he's got for us is beyond what we can imagine. We're just about out of time, Caesar. Any final words?
2: Uh, just to, just to remember that the keys truly are a um, their ownership, right? Uh, would God just give His keys to anybody? Well, no. Would you give your keys to just anybody to your home? No. It it, it comes through someone you can trust, a relationship, family. If you find yourself wondering, am I a Christian? Am I saved? Am I really saved? Well, try utilizing your keys. If you don't have a set of keys, then I would search for those keys in a relationship with Jesus Christ.
1: And if you get to that moment where you say, I don't know if I'm saved or not, stop in that moment and ask God, say, God, I don't know if I'm saved or not. Because these are the words that, you know, what Caesar just said reverberated me. These are the words when I was at my very lowest and I said, Lord, I don't know if I'm saved or not, but I know I need you more than I need anything else in my world. Please come into my life, save me, please forgive me. Cause I've made a mess of it. And when I did that, my circumstances didn't immediately change, but I began to change and you can too. I want you to know that as we wrap this up, cause we are really out of time that your life matters, your life matters today more than you could ever begin to imagine. You make a bigger impact in this world than you could ever consider. You could ever consider. There's, there's a movie out there called uh, It's a Wonderful Life. And, and in that moment when, when, when the lead character was wanting to end his life and an angel intervened and wanted him to know that he made a huge difference even in his daily life, and so do you. Thank you so much for listening. This is, I am Dr. Cliff Robertson Jr. And this is Your Life Matters Today and Your Life Truly Does Matter. You have a great day. I hope to hear you again soon. See you again soon next week.
0: Thanks for tuning into Your Life Matters Today with Dr. Cliff Robertson. Have any questions for Dr. Robertson? Join us on next week's show and share your story or thoughts. We hope we've helped you overcome some of your deepest inner struggles. Have a beautiful week.